Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Outbreak MMA Podcast. With me is the lovely Ferrari. Yay! Yay! And I am the Suicide Messiah, or Mark Mandrake, or whatever you want to call me. You know, just don't call me late for dinner. Uh, but we had an amazing, actually, lineup of fights. I gotta yes. say, this was one of the best fight cards that the UFC's put on. Like, top to bottom, one of the best fight cards that the UFC's put on. Uh, in ages, and I, 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 I will give the UFC credit. I disagree with raising the pay per view price, but if you were going to raise the pay per view price and come back with a pay per view, yeah. this was a good pay per view to come out with. Yeah, because the the main card was every fight was solid, solid. Um, so let's just dig right in. Um, you know, we'll go through. Uh, the bottom the the early prelims now can i say this actually worked out really great for me because you know i had stuff to do like you know yeah you want to see like every other fight yeah, right so the early prelims it worked out that like the second fourth and sixth fight were the ones that i really cared about and then on the prelims it's not that i didn't care but it gave me time to go get us food yeah you know because the four fights on the prelims uh, although i did see i think the last two. Yeah, you, I think you only missed, like, one fight when you went out to yeah. grab dinner. Yeah. And, you know, again, you know, where I, I will watch every single fight. Because some of these kids are going to be coming up. And, and you know, and I'll give a great example of that. Jamal Hill is a great example. Jamal Hill wasn't really all that big of a deal when he came off the Contender Series, even though he was impressive. Yeah. Well, now he's a champion. So. Isn't he the one that knocked out Johnny Walker? Uh, yes, I believe he did. Okay. Uh, I believe he he was the one. Yeah. But we're going to start with a couple of the fights, uh, you know, and, and then we'll kind of go up towards the bottom. Uh, Ishmael Bonfin uh, defeated Terrence McKinney, which actually was a surprise. Mm-hmm. It was a second-round knockout via knee, and, man, was it vicious. Like, McKinney just dropped. Yeah. Um, he, uh... uh he actually got performance of the night for that one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, um, I, I'm going to kind of skip a fight that I want to talk about. Because his brother also, Gabriel Bonfim, uh, defeated uh, Laziz. Lazez? Laziz? Mm-hmm. You um, know what I've noticed? I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it seems like they're actually, at least for the next couple of months putting brothers on the same card yeah you know what they and i I, i'm thinking that part of that because when when they like for example um and and we get into it the february 4th card Mm -hmm. there's there's a a wealth of asian fighters on that card well there is an actual reason why when when they bring over uh, Max Holloway or or a number of people from Hawaii, you end up seeing a card with a bunch of Hawaiians. Mm-hmm. And I think what they're trying to do is, well, you know, your brothers, you're probably training together. It makes sense mm-hmm. to put you guys on the same card. Well, and still to keep COVID to a minimum, you know, you're keeping like, okay, you guys are already exposed to each other, so you might as well fight on the same card. That's a really good point, too. You know? That's a really... Because I can't remember who it is, but I noticed that, yeah, there's a couple of brothers on another card that, um, soon. Yes. Uh, yes. And and that's why it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if... And the COVID thing something I didn't even think about, but it's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um... 
So but, Gabriel defeated Lazas. Yes, via first round submission. Um, you know, again, both brothers had great showings. Uh, mm-hmm. Performance of the night. Uh, Ishmael Bonfin got one. Um, uh, the other one, actually, uh, uh, Almeida defeated. You want to attempt that? He's a Russian guy. Shamil Abdurakhimov. Oh, sounds good to me. Um, guys, I'm horrible pronouncing. Uh, but that was a second round. You just round. need to sip a little of the yay. And then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As opposed to taking the yay-o. Um, but uh, that was a second round TKO with punches. Um, Almeida, uh, Almeida, Almeida looked great. Um, as a matter of fact, it... it uh, the, 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 the big Russian... Uh, maybe, maybe had 20 seconds total control time. Mm-hmm. This whole, that whole, you know, the two rounds that it went. Um, it, it was definitely one-sided. Uh, Almeida looked really, really good. Uh, but we'll move up. Uh, Bruno Ferreira uh, defeated Gregory Rodriguez, which was a shock uh, and, and, Definitely screwed oh, me on my draft eight, mix. Eight days notice. Um, but yeah, he wow. first round knockout and Rodriguez was out. Um, and Ferrer won it uh, after only taking the fight on eight days notice. Uh, so that was definitely impressive. Uh, but then we move on to the, you know, pretty much from here on up, like everything was solid. I mean, mm-hmm. again, you don't want to see Shogun Hua you know, retire off of a loss, but, you know, he did, uh, Podiera, uh, defeated Hua uh, with a first round TKO, um, Hua retired again. Well, Hua- up until that point, remember I said, like, he doesn't look any, like, slower, he doesn't look like an old guy. No, Hua, and, Like, and- he still had speed and focus and power, you know, and um, even I, uh, even later, we'll say, like, even Teixeira, like, he, I mean, he definitely was slower than Teixeira was, you know, five, ten years ago, but... He's adjusted how he fights, But he though. still looks good, you know? Well, and the thing with guys like Hua and Teixeira is they're, they're and, and, and Teixeira even said it himself, they're too tough for their own good. And mm-hmm. that's why they, they need to hang it up, because they're not going to... You know they they're not gonna they're, they're not gonna, gonna let give themselves up. like get you know beaten up and beaten up and beaten up. And, yes. Yeah. And 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 again, who was fighting back in the pride days? Where sometimes you'd be fighting two, three fights in a night. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of that's a lot of that's a lot of strikes to the head. Um. So I mean, glad to see who would go out. I, I really would have liked to see him win, but you know, again. No shame in what he's done. I mean, he's a legend, and he paved the way for a lot of the younger guys, to, you know, uh, men and women, uh, that fight today. Uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if you see him inducted in the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. Um, they already announced uh, um, uh, uh, Jose Aldo uh, right, for yeah. the Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, but then we get to the main card. Uh, Johnny Walker defeated Woo-hoo! Paul Craig with a first-round TKO. Um that and, was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to talk about that? Because yes. you were really impressed by that. Yes. Yeah. So it was Johnny Walker. I, I, I think he had tried to lift his left leg to kick Craig. And Craig grabbed it. I think so. I Yeah. And 
rather than be able to, like, take him down, Walker just continued to, like, punch him, like, and, and hop on his right leg. And was able to knock him out. Yeah, it was like hammer fist after hammer yeah. fist after hammer fist. And I was like, that's incredible balance and core strength. And Well, and the funny joke between us that night, because, <laughs> well, we'll say it. Johnny Walker, he at one point when he did a walkout early in his career, it was like a whole stripper theme yeah. that, he, that, he, that he made his entrance with. And I... I, I I guess he wasn't a stripper, but I could have sworn that they mentioned on commentary that he he was a stripper before he was a fighter. You now, I, as it turns out, stripper. it wasn't. Yeah, but yeah, I, I had said I said you can take the stripper out of the strip club, but you, <laughs> you can't take the strip club out of the stripper. Exactly, you know. Um, but no, I'm glad I'm glad that he won because yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah Jamal Hill had knocked him out not too long ago. So yeah. Yeah, you know. I, I'm glad. And nothing against Paul Craig; he's wonderful too. But no, well. no, yeah. But I, look, I actually was surprised that Paul Craig got knocked out in the first, you know, with the TKO in the first round. But you know, again, it's not take anything away from Paul Craig. I think mm-hmm. Paul Craig's going to bounce back from this real easy. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Andrade, Andrade uh, defeated Lauren Murphy, unanimous decision. Um, just to give you an idea of how one side it was. Uh, the judges' what? scores are 30 25, 30 25, oh, yeah. and 30 26. Um, uh, I'm gonna get into that fight a little bit later. Um, Lauren took a lot of damage, yeah, <laughs> she did. Yeah, she did. Um, uh, Gilbert Burns defeated Neil Magny first round submission. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with Magny, I, I really think at this point, Magny should at least consider maybe hang them up because when other fighters are calling you a joke um and you're losing yeah. that's that's a bad thing if you're winning and other fighters are calling you a joke it's like well i'm winning so screw you yeah but he's not and i like neil bagney i don't want to see him retire but again he really did not look good no, um burns looked great Yes, yes, and I I have a feeling you're probably going to see Burns. Uh, he was talking about Covington, and Covington supposedly, as Covington always does, supposedly said that he he's open to fighting Burns. Covington though says he's open to fighting everybody, and when it comes down to it, he refuses to sign a contract. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that happens. Um, uh, below Muhammad. Uh, is has a big problem with Gilbert Burns, and to be honest, I kind of would like to see that fight even more than Burns versus Covington. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Moreno uh, defeated uh, Davison Figueredo uh, via third round TKO. It was a doctor stoppage. They at first because Figueredo couldn't open his eyeball. <laughs> yeah, and they tried saying at first uh, it, it looked like it might have been an eye poke, but then when they slowed it down, they showed that punch. Mm. It wasn't an eye poke. Maybe the corner of the glove caught him because you could see a cut under his eye. Yeah, but it did swell up the eye. There were a the lot eye. of swollen eyes. Yes. This, this uh, there were the number of fights. I mean, I yeah. we're not going to go there every one, but. Uh, there was somebody else too whose eyes. Uh actually uh uh Nunez. Uh, oh yeah, her eyes was, was the other women's fight. Early yeah. in the fight, Josiane yeah. Nunez um uh against Zara Farron. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Nunez's eyes swell up pretty good too. Uh, but the doctor stopped it. Um, and Brandon Moreno's the new uh, new champion, uh, new flyweight champion. And then you had the main event. Jamal Hill defeated Glover Teixeira via unanimous decision. Um, uh, again, it was 50-44 across the board. I, I, I kind of disagreed with the scores a little bit. But yeah. again, we, you know what, by, by the third round, I, I, we seen how it was going. And, and, and I even said before, like earlier, as a matter of fact, I might even said this on the last podcast. If Teixeira doesn't win, I would expect to see him retire. Right. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Is he retired? Um, I, you know, and, and he was very humble and, and classy when he, when he hung up the gloves. Um, you know, it, it, it shows just how much of a legend and how great of, of, of a, yeah. of a fighter he is. Poor that, Glover after he got looked at in the hospital or whatever. He's got like oh, yeah. gauze up his nose. He almost looked like Santa Claus. Tape everywhere. Like, yeah, he almost looked like Santa Claus. Well, both of his eyes were split open at the eyebrows. Um, the right one was worse than the left one. But I obviously like his nose was either broken or... That severely looked, bruised. That you know? looked like what they do when you when you have a broken nose. He had it taped, and he had yeah. like he almost had tampons up his nose, which you know, I mean, I mean works. That, well, but... that I mean that, but but the way it was taped up, I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me if his yeah. nose was broken. Um, and but again, you know, Tashera is another one of those guys. He's too he's he's too tough for his own good. Um, performance of the night. Like I said before, Ishmael Bonfin uh, mm-hmm. for his uh, knockout uh, of Terrence McKinney. Uh, Jelton Almeida for the TKO on the Big Russian. Um, <laughs> and Fight of the Night with Jamal Hill versus Glover Teixeira. Yeah. Uh, personally, I feel that easily, as far as Fight of the Night goes, uh, Moreno and Figueredo could have taken that as well. I think because but... it was a doctor stoppage. They probably were like, uh, you know, Hill and Teixeira went the distance. That, and I think because it was Glover's last fight. Yeah. You know? Um, And it was the main event. Um, I had put on here, I think that Andrade and Johnny Walker both deserved something too, but I understand why they gave it, you know, the performance of the night too. But I I even said it during the Andrade fight that I I think that she deserved performance of the night. Yeah, you did, and and I agree with you. I, I I and I think I might be wrong, but I don't think Dana White was actually in Brazil because I, I think if think he so. was, he might have at least slipped some more slipped some bonuses. some money their way. Yeah. Um. Afterwards, Alex Pira, who does train under Glover, mm-hmm. um, uh, I believe he's the middleweight champion, if I'm not mistaken. Um, was giving Jamal Hill kind of evil glances. He was staring him down. Uh, there definitely appears to be heat between Piera and, and Jamal Hill. Uh, it's important to note, though, that, again, Teixeira was very classy in his retirement, asking the crowd or what was left of it <laughs> to not throw things because at Hill. Because the crowd was not classy. <laughs> well, because when Moreno left, they were showering him with 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 bottles and beer and, and you know, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the crowd was, and we'll get into that, but the crowd was just just horrible um 
I, I Teixeira handled that very well, um, and he asked the crowd not to do that to Hill. And to be fair, if you watch that fifth round, Hill, knowing how much damage that Teixeira took to his face, Hill yeah, he actually was nice to him. Yeah, Hill actually took it easy on Teixeira in the fifth round and tried to focus more on the body than the face. Yeah. Um. And and that shows. That that shows somebody that that that, that shows respect, honestly. Yeah. Um, Jamal so, Hill was adorable. When yeah, they presented him with the belt. I'm like, I he's very proud of himself, and he should be. Oh, yeah, tears in his eyes, and he should yeah. be. He earned it. You know, he he earned that that title. Um. Okay, there is a lot we're gonna go over, so let's go over this. the The Brazilian crowd. Um. If you were Brazilian and in that crowd, you suck. Um. <laughs> I, no, seriously, you, you do. It's the same Brazilians like um, in Disney World. <laughs> I. I. You know what though? I. I. I want to thank Brazil for making me realize that pe- it's not just people in America that fucking suck. Yeah. It's people globally that fucking suck. Yeah. Um. And and that that's sad actually when you think about it. Um, earlier in the week, they had a near riot in a mall for fans to meet Charles Oliveira, uh, and people were rushing and shoving other people and pretty much just stepping over people just to meet Charles Oliveira. And it's like, I mean, honestly, and it was a scheduled meet and greet, right? Yeah, like that. As far as I know, to, to meet him. As far as I know, it was a scheduled meet and greet. I uh, now I, I I might be wrong on that, but regardless, you, you look the UFC is going to make it so so everybody can 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 get something signed by by Oliveira or Meetum or or whatever. There's no reason to be a to to be a jerk. You know what? What if somebody's in a wheelchair? You're going to shove them over mm-hmm. and then step on them? I mean. You don't want to hurt other people. I mean, I realize you want to meet, but look, guys, these fighters are just like you and me. The only difference is they put their pants on the same way. The only difference is they get punched in the face for a living. Right. You know? I mean, if some you really... Some of us did get punched in the face for a living. Yeah, some of us did get punched in the face for a living, you know? Um, the crowd also threw things at Moreno after his fight. Now, yeah. to be fair... The fans probably were under the impression that Moreno won by an eye poke, which we later found out was not the case. Right. That does not make it right. You never throw things at fighters or wrestlers or... I mean, I remember back in the day when people would throw, you know, pennies or nickels or dimes on the ice at hockey games and... People, squids. people. Well, yeah, squids or octopuses and stuff like that too. But you know, again, it's stupid. Don't do that. That's that you're gonna hurt somebody. You know, and these fighters, they're they're fighting for your entertainment. Um, the other thing that I thought was incredibly disrespectful is the crowd left before Glover and Hill was even over. Um, you know, before yeah. Teixeira and now, Hill was I know even they over. were already mad about Moreno winning. And then when Glover lost, and then, you know, you could tell he was going to retire. But, like, stay. Listen to the dude. Oh, the guy's a legend. And he's from Brazil. Right? Hey, look, I could understand if it was an American hanging up the gloves, mm-hmm. and you decided to leave, and you didn't want, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
he he's from Brazil and yeah. he gives back to the community and you y'all left him high and dry seriously mm-hmm. Brazilian fans not a good look on you you guys actually suck I was really looking forward because I like the fights in Brazil because mm-hmm. the fans are always into it you guys this 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 was a horrible showing on Brazil and if I'm the UFC I'm looking to see really cost and yeah. and reward. Well, I know you're going to talk about attendance later, but it was not full. No, it was not, and we will go over that. Um, I also want to point out Jamal Hill's grappling game was much better than anyone expected. Mm-hmm. Most thought if it came down to striking, Hill would definitely have the edge. Yeah. But if it came down to grappling in the ground game, Teixeira would actually have the edge. Uh, but Hill actually had an excellent ground game and actually was able to deny a number of takedowns. Mm-hmm. Now, I got a number of stats. A lot of them I did uh, see on records. MMA Junkie. But there was a number of records that were broke. Um, Hill became the 16th fighter to hold the un- the 16th fighter to hold the undisputed UFC light heavyweight title. Hill also became the first fighter to win a UFC title after signing with the promotion through Dana White's Contender Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hill earned two of his seven UFC victories by decision. Um, Hill landed 232 significant strikes, and I will tell you most of them were to the head. Mm-hmm. Um, the new single fight record for a UFC light heavyweight bout. Uh, Teixeira uh, has suffered four of his five career stoppage losses by knockout. Uh, and to share his 10, 10 fight night bonuses for UFC light heavyweight fights are most in divisional history. Um, uh, this, uh, as far as Moreno and Figueredo, uh, Moreno improved to 6-1-2 since he returned to the UFC for a second stint in September 2019. Because if people don't remember, he essentially was let go from the UFC and then, and then he worked his way to come back. Uh, Moreno has earned 16 of his 20 career victories by stoppage. Uh, Moreno's six stoppage victories in UFC, in UFC flyweight competition are tied for third most in divisional history behind Figueredo and Demetrius Johnson, both at seven. Uh, Moreno earned the seven, uh, the seventh between bout stoppage in UFC title title fight history. Between round stoppage. Yeah, between rounds. Sorry, I got tongue tied. Uh, Figueredo also, it, this was the first TKO loss of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, also, breaking Which is a record. why she should have gotten a performance bonus. But I think because Dana White wasn't there. I mean, again, you're leaving up to, to Mick Maynard, you know. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, I didn't even see Sean Shelby there. Right. Uh, Jessica Andrade's uh, 15 UFC victories are tied with Amanda Nunes now, for the most by any female in company history. Uh, Andrade landed 231 significant strikes, which is a new single fight record for UFC women's flyweight bite, flyweight bite, bout. <laughs> uh, Andrade landed 231 significant strikes, which is second most in a three round fight in UFC history. Uh, which is right behind Nate Diaz's 238 landed versus Donald Cerrone at UFC 141. And then the 232 and by, yes, yeah, that was, by but, Jamal Hill. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Lauren Murphy, uh, fell at seven and three since she dropped to the UFC flyweight division in December, 2017. Uh, and she has suffered five of her six career losses by decision. But yeah, that's a good point. Cause that was only three rounds that she did 231 significant strikes. Jamal Hill had five rounds to do yeah. 232. I, I, I'm telling you, man, I like, I, I, 
Andrade is like a a badass fighter, man. <laughs> uh, I would not want to be hit by her, and that's even more impressive. Lauren Murphy stuck it out through the mm-hmm. whole time, and we'll get into that. Um, Johnny Walker uh, earned 19 of 20 career victories by stoppage. Uh, he's earned all six of his UFC victories by first round stoppage because he's fought he's six and four in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Craig has suffered all six of his career losses losses by stoppage. Um, so he's never you know lost by decision. It's it's it was always by a stoppage. Mm-hmm. Uh, some interesting facts about the UFC, and I wanted to point this out because this kind of shows you why promotion. Like, sponsors are so important. Right. Uh, the UFC promotional guidelines compliance payout for the event totaled $359,000. Uh, $359,500. Uh, the biggest winners were Jamal Hill uh, and Glover Teixeira. Both earned $32,000. Um, the most made, actually, of the night of fighters was Brandon Moreno and Davison Figueredo, both earning 42000 uh, Shogun Hua walked away with 21000 Now, in case anyone's wondering how the UFC promotional guidelines compliance payout is calculated, um, now, this this deals with Venom's sponsorship deal. So, um, under the UFC promotional guidelines compliance, compliance programs payout tiers, uh, which appropriate on uh, the, the, the money generated by Venom's multi-year sponsorship with the UFC, Fighters are based on their total number to, total number of UFC bouts as well as when Zufa bought WEC. So the Zufa era WC, WEC fights. So that's January 20, uh, 2007 and later. Um, as well as Zufa era Strikeforce bouts. So that's when UFC bought Strikeforce. Uh, that was April 2011 and later. Fighter... Wow, that long ago. Um, yeah. Fighters with one to three bouts receive $4,000 per appearance. Four to five bouts get $4,500. Six to ten bouts get $6,000. 11 to 15 bouts get $11,000. 16 to 20 bonus uh, b- uh, pockets you $16,000. Um, 21 bouts and more gets $21,000. Additionally, champions earn $42,000, while title challengers get $32,000. Um... In addition to experience-based pay, UFC fighters will also receive uh, royalty payments amounting to 20 to 30% of any UFC merchandise sold that bears their likeness, according to UFC officials. Um, to give you an idea so far, just of this year, of how much money is paid out compared to the previous fight night, um, this one, they paid out $359,500. Uh, the fight night... From last weekend was 137,000. Uh, year to date, they've paid out 496,500. Um, I could go through uh, right. total, but, but base, I, I see what you're saying is that you know the the fighters who are there longer and who fight more often are going to get more of this money. Definitely, you definitely, know? but. Um, but yeah, I think the most important is what you put it there, that, that it's a big part of the fighter's pay. It, it is a big part of the fighter's pay, and that's why I feel that they should be able to go back to the sponsorship banners that they used to use, where they can make more money off of sponsors. Mm-hmm. Now, UFC 283, they didn't reveal any attendance or live gate figures for the event. 
I expect this to be the new normal for UFC due to the public relations problems they've been having, as well as the increase in the cost of the pay-per-views. It's also important to note that the arena was not filled up as mm -hmm. much as one would think. They pulled the old wrestling trick where you pretty much try to see everyone across from the hard cam so it mm -hmm. looks like it's a sellout, even if it's not. Right. Um, and you don't show the empty seats. Another trick that they used, because they did pan up towards the ceiling a couple times, and you noticed that it was very dark in the nosebleed seats. Yeah. That's another trick. They use it for concerts. They use it for wrestling, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And it's to make it seem like it's more filled when it's not. Um, debuting fighters went 4-2 and two on the card. Betting favorites went 11-4 and four on the card. Uh... Betting, betting favorites imp, uh, improved to 1-1 one one in UFC headliners this year. Uh, the total fight time for this 15-bout card was 2 hours, 27 minutes, and 14 seconds. It's a lot of fighting. Now, let's get to some actually... Damn, I'm trying to rush through some of this. Uh, you know... Okay, the, the question was raised. Should Laura Murphy's corner stop the fight due to the damage that she was taking? And should Glover's corner stop the fight due to the damage he was taking? As a matter of fact, there was, I believe it was one of his coaches. I think his head coach wanted to stop. Yes. After round four. Yes. And now, to be fair with Glover, if he knew that that was going to be his last fight, I see mm -hmm. why he did not want that fight stopped. Right. Um, Laura Murphy... You know what? Mm, there is an argument of stopping that fight, though. But she was... It's not like she was... I mean, she was getting pummeled, but it's not like she wasn't trying. No, but... You know? But, but again... I, okay, if left up to the fighters, though... They're never going to quit. And, and you know... Well, no, and Glover even made mention of this to, to some extent by saying that sometimes fighters think they're way more durable than what they really are. Way more... Uh, way tougher than what they really are. Uh, mm -hmm. And sometimes you need people to step in and say, hey, no, you're not fighting anymore. Um, fighters will never quit or throw in the towel. It just, it, it, it's so rare that they will ever do that because it takes so much to get there. Yeah. Um, so it's up to the refs in the corners to look out for the safety of the fighters, even more so than the commish because the refs have all competed before. Every single one of them's competed uh, in some martial art before. And the corners know their fighters better than anyone else. So they know, hey, maybe we should stop this. Um, I actually think that might be one of the reasons why, and, and this is just my opinion, I think Herb Dean sometimes calls fights too early. Yeah. Um, but there's other officials that I definitely think, uh, 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 Maya, who was officiating on this card. Oh, I yeah. sometimes think he lets fights go too long. Yeah, he'll let things just go. Um, So, you know, this raised some questions. Now that the series between Figueredo and Moreno is over, well, what's next? Uh, Figueredo did state he's moving up a weight class, so he'll be dominant at 135. Uh, so, will he be as dominant at 135 in band and weight as he was at 125 in flyweight? I mean, what do you think? Um, I think there is the potential for him to be dominant because with that extra weight on him, you know. Well, and he did. I mean, he's made the point. I mean, the weight cuts were tough for him at that yeah. point. Now he can put on muscle. Yeah, and not have to, you know, work as hard to starve himself and dehydrate himself to make weight. You know, it's probably going to be way better for him. 
No, now, to make a point, though, I personally think the Bantamweight is a tougher division. Yeah. And you've got guys like Aljamain Sterling as the champion, uh, Sean O'Malley, Peter Yan, Corey Sanhagen, Cheeto Vera. Um, so, again, he, he is going to be fighting tougher, I mean, leaving Moreno out of the question. Mm-hmm. He's going to be fighting tougher guys. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a true test for Figueredo and see how he does. As far as Moreno, um, you know, I, 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 I actually do think that the first title defense you're going to see is going to be against Pantoja. Okay. Pantoja was there as a backup in case Moreno or Figueredo couldn't fight this weekend. Um, a lot of times when that happens, you see that that fighter ends up getting the next shot anyway. I think that would be fair. I mean, I have a question. Do backups get paid? Um, okay, that, that's a really good question because it's never explicitly been said, but there have been fighters stating that they, they are getting paid to be the backup. Okay. Now, I don't think they get paid their show money. No, but I would hope that they're getting paid something because they have to make sure that they're ready. Well, and they're going through camp. I mean, with this one, if you want to look at it, it. To Sharon Jamal Hill, Anthony Smith went through that whole camp with Jamal Hill because mm-hmm. he was helping train Jamal Hill. Right. Um. And so, and I mean, Anthony Smith didn't make Because they were supposed to fight. Yeah. At one point, they were supposed to fight. And uh, as a matter of fact, yeah, they were supposed to fight actually this card. Um. And It wasn't this card. It was... It was next card? It was in a, in a few weeks or in a month or something because that's why... Jamal Hill only had a month to prepare for Teixeira. As he was oh, yeah, preparing right. for Smith, and as soon as they called him, and we talked about this a couple episodes ago, as soon as they called him and said, we need you to fight Teixeira, he called Anthony and said, will you help train me yeah. instead? So. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, now that I think about it. And, and I mean, you know, Anthony Smith didn't make weight, but he didn't really have to. I mean, Moreno and Figueredo had already made weight. You mean so, Teixeira and Hill? Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Teixeira and Hill had already made weight. Um, you know, some other possibilities are Matthias Nicolau um, and an actual uh, Manel Coppin, Um who I actually think that fight will be great. Um, mm-hmm. I also really like the idea of, uh, you know, a, a rematch with Kai Kara France, mm-hmm. even though Moreno won. Um, right. Again, Kai Kara, Kai Kara France is, is a, is a really tough fighter. Right. I'd like to see it again. Um, and if Roy Valor and Perez, I mean, that both of which I believe are on two fight losing streaks, if they can turn around and get a few wins under them. They could easily be solid contenders as well. Yeah. You know, and they're good fighters. I mean, I, I'd be interesting. Okay, so here's... Uh, um, Is there no <laughs> UFC this weekend? No, there's <gasps> no there's no, there, no UFC until February 4th. Um, this is my island in the sun. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, we will still probably do a podcast, but yeah, no, um... Actually, I mean, here's the thing with February 4th, and there's some things that I didn't think about. Oh, February 4th is the 1 o'clock in the morning main card, isn't it? <laughs> yes, but, okay, now, there's there, there there are a couple reasons why I think they might have done this. Now, hold on a minute. All right, well, I'll read it. Is the UFC pretty much getting screwed by the time? 
or is the time difference due to the road to the UFC tournament? Well, I, we, you and I have talked about this because the prelims start at 10 and the main card starts at 1 and that's East Coast time. Yes. In Vegas, they're three hours behind us, right? Uh, yes, I believe they are. So for them, for the prelims to start at 7 and the main card to start at 10, it's not so bad for the local in attendance or people watching but yeah for those of us on the east coast like that's kind of late i mean you would be up anyways you could watch it if you wanted to i will probably watch it the next day because i don't really i mean and and even that's a maybe um it also is the nfl pro bowl weekend because it's Mm -hmm. the weekend before the super bowl yeah as well as nhl all-star weekend um, which, You'd be to more be honest, I, I have more interest in, actually. Um, uh, now. Yeah, what is the road to the okay. UFC tournament? Okay, the, 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 the whole main card, minus the main event, is filled with the road to the UFC finals. And the road to the UFC is a 2000, uh, it's it our uh, 2022, uh, Ultimate Fighting Championship Mixed Martial Arts Event Series. In which the top Asian MMA prospects competed in a tournament oh. to win UFC contracts. They didn't really give much publicity to it in the States. They mentioned it, but it really wasn't pushed in the States. Okay. Will this also maybe help the Asian competitors because not have so much jet lag? And that's the other reason why I think it might be starting as late as it is. Okay. Not so much because they're marketing it to the American market. I don't think they give... You know what? I think Lewis and Spivak's on there just for the main purpose of, well, okay, maybe this will make some Americans tune in. But I think they're doing this event primarily for Asia. Yeah. Um. In that case, why yeah. not just... Although, I do think this might have been the one that was supposed to be held in Asia... And they and then, didn't because Zombie got injured. Korean Zombie oh, got injured. Oh, maybe. If I'm not mistaken. And I think that's what the deal was, is they already had this time slot etched out. Because of in the theory. time difference. Okay. You know? That would make more sense. Because I remember being like, what do you mean the main card starts at 1 in the morning? Like, well, and the UFC is pushing it. Like, like, really, really hard. And I honestly, I don't think, and I got to figure they know this. They're not going to get many Americans that are, are, are going to watch, watch it live. They might watch it on a replay, maybe. Um, but again, and I've said this before, if the UFC, I mean, the UFC really didn't seem to care about this until last week. Now, to be fair, that was the first week back since the holidays. Well, yeah, but we also had talked before the holidays that um, they had three weeks off, and why weren't they, like, at least, like, after New Year's Day, like, hitting it hard for two weeks? Yes. And they really didn't. They just kind of were like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're coming back on, on the, you know, on the 15th or the 14th or whatever, you know, it's like... They really didn't hype it up like they should have. Here's my thinking right now. Dana White, as far as the UFC goes right now, it 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 it's not even really in his hands. 
Yeah. He's pretty much pushing it off to Maynard and Shelby in particular mm-hmm. um, to put on good cards and stuff. Because I'll be honest, 285 right now, I don't think I'm going to order it. it to me, I don't. Or, yeah, 284. Because you want to see 285. Um, yes. 285, I, I will spend the money on. Well, and it also, again, they're they're back to every three weeks. And that's, for us, that's only one pay period, you know, in between, you know, one paycheck, really, in between pay-per-views. So that makes it hard, well, too. And knowing how pay-per-views work, what's going to happen is, is Disney, they're going to notice we're not ordering as many pay-per-views and they're going to give a phone call. And then I'm going to tell you know, Ferrari, give me the phone. Yeah. And then I'm going to rip them a new asshole and be like, you can go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Until you guys come out with a package, no, I'm not going to buy every yeah. pay-per-view you, anymore. You raise the prices. You did nothing for people who have been subscribing to ESPN Plus since they signed the ESPN deal. Well, you I, know? And, and I think that was, a, that was a screw job, too. I honestly think it was a screw job. Maybe not financially for the UFC, but for the fans, it was a screw job. I I, I thought it was much better when it was on Fox because of the time-wise and, and everything else. At first, I thought it was a good deal on ESPN+. And I was hesitant to actually get ESPN+. But, you know, after the first pay-per-view card, which did have some, some problems... It's been pretty much smooth sailing, but unfortunately... Yeah, but the whole selling point of ESPN Plus was that if you subscribe to ESPN Plus, you were supposed to get $5 off the pay-per-view. Oh, it came straight out of Dana White's mouth. The deal with ESPN Plus and Disney was going to actually save UFC fans money. Mm-hmm. No, no. It, it's actually cost me a lot more money. Right. Um, a lot more money. Uh, you know, so again... That's how it is. We'll talk more about that, though. Um, so, final thoughts on UFC uh, 283. What were your thoughts on on the main card? The main card I thought was great. I mean, like you said earlier, I mean, yeah, it sucks that it literally was, and I had, you know, roundabout guessed it, you know, being the rain man, rain man I am, but it was exactly $91 after tax. Yeah, yeah. It was exactly ninety one dollars. So seventy nine ninety nine plus tax is ninety one oh oh, you know, and that to have that come out of the bank account was like ugh. But like you said, if they were gonna start with anything, this made it hurt a little bit less because the main card was actually completely worth it. Yeah, you know, yeah. every card was or every match was great. You know, um, I felt like, I mean, do I think that I got, you know, 91 divided by 5 is almost 20 bucks a fight? Ugh. But, yes. You know, like, uh, out of all of the pay-per-views, this one actually, you know, they were all worth it. Well, I get it. I, I actually broke down. If they actually mm. were to do it fair, how much each fighter should get. Um, yeah. And... Yeah, I think Dana White tells people they don't know how many people are buying the pay-per-views because he doesn't want to actually pay out the right amount. But, yeah, oh, I, I, um, I agree. Especially now with the price going up, I don't think you're going to hear any of that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you. I, I, To me, I didn't feel bad, you know, 
spending the money on on the card. I didn't feel like guilty, you know, mm-hmm. or dirty afterwards. Like, what did I just pay for? Yeah, because how many pay per views last year? I can think of at least two or three that we were like, kind of wish we wouldn't even have bought those. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, well, and to be fair, there's been a couple that I said, oh, this should be awesome. And then afterwards it was like, wow, that was, that, that, that I can't even defend that on mm-hmm. the podcast. Yeah. You know? Um. So what were your thoughts on the co-main, the main event? I mean, I, it, it, overall, I mean, they were interesting. You know, it was probably the best way to put it. Um, I'm. It was nice to see somebody new take the reins in Jamal Hill. You know, um, that you know, being that he came from the Contender Series, it's only been a few years. He's now the light heavyweight champion. Um, it. I mean, it always sucks to watch people retire, but. Honestly, Teixeira's like the oldest guy in the UFC. So, no, I, well, one know. of the oldest guys. Yeah, he's 43, I believe. Yeah. Um, um, the co-main, um, I'm glad Moreno won. I wish it would have been a little more definitive than Figueredo's eyeball just swelling out of his head. But I agree. Well, I think know. both of us even said we, yeah. we hate to see him win it that way. Yeah. You know, but... Yeah, and I mean, it sucks because that's, you know, recovery time for Figueredo, too, you know. Um, but I'm glad that Moreno's a champion, and we can kind of move on from this now, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and that's and that's why I'm, I'm happy that Figueredo's actually moving up a weight class because it's, it's, it, it, that, that is, that's going to be a refreshing change, actually. Um, overall, as far as a card, I mean. For, for me? Yeah, it was it was fantastic. I mean, if if you can if it and if they can space it out like that, we're like, I care about this fight, but I can go do dishes during this fight, and then I can watch this fight, and I can go switch the laundry on this fight. You know, that's awesome for me. You know, for me to be able to plan and say, okay, I can get this done, and then I can watch this fight that I care about, um, because I just. Because stuff has to get done around here, you know? Like, I don't have the time or the attention span to sit and watch 15 fights in a row. No, I do, but I understand that's difficult for a lot of people. But the main event, the main card, and honestly, I mean, I saw, I, I do remember actively seeing the last two fights on the prelims. So I watched seven fights in a row, which well, I think is a new record. <laughs> to be fair, at least it wasn't like, oh my god, can this just can can it just be Sunday so Last of Us is on? <laughs> um, but no, 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 no. That 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 I agree. I, I overall, I thought it was a really good card. The main card, I I definitely enjoyed. Um, all right, we're 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 gonna ask one last question, then we're gonna we're gonna close it. You know, put a bow on it and close it down. Your thoughts on the amazing, glorious Brazilian fans? They suck. Yeah. All right. Like that was awful. Like, like, because I, I remember being like, oh wow, because I remember saying during the early prelims, oh look, the VIP seats are empty. Yeah. Which I understand because those are like. Fighters' girlfriends and you know, well-to-dos and whoever—they're not going to show up for the early prelims, whatever. But like, as they did kind of pan through the audience, I'm like, 
There Aren't a lot there of usually these... people here? <laughs> like... Yeah. And, well, okay, here's the thing. And I made this comment. I'm like, wow, there's you know, a lot of Brazilian women are pretty hot. Oh, yeah. But, but you know what? That doesn't make up for the fact that they acted like idiots. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the problem is, here's the problem with this. And, and I see, I foresee this happening is American fans are going to see this and they're going to think it's okay to do here. And I'm, I, I look, man, I hope if, 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 if they do it here, I hope security arrests them immediately. Well, and you kind of made this point earlier that like, and on, on different podcasts too, is that, UFC is gonna outprice themselves, and I don't. I haven't looked to see what ticket prices are this year, but They're... knowing how the world economy is, and knowing how Brazil's economy works, the kinds of people who were able to afford UFC tickets right now are the same entitled people. And I kind of mentioned it earlier. That take their entire Brazilian family to Orlando and Disney World and they act like animals. Yeah. Because they're like, well, I can do whatever I want. I paid for this vacation. Oh, yeah. And not to say that there's not American people that don't do that, too, because there definitely are. But it is, like, overwhelmingly stereotypical that when there's Brazilians at Disney... You stay away. No, I'll be honest. It's actually refreshing when you run into someone from England at, 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 oh, at Disney because the they're British always are yeah, so nice. They're they're nice and they're polite. Um, but 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 the Brazilian ones, no, they'll shove you out out of the way and they're they're rude and and and, and they stuff come like that. in like their whole extended family and they just like steamroll. The Follow whole the flag. Room. Yeah, they just steamroll everybody. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that's that might be the thing is that there it wasn't a sold out crowd. It probably was entitled young Brazilians whose parents have money and they think that they can do whatever they want, and that's why. Well, and it they makes... just were like, you know, they abandoned Teixeira. They were throwing crap at Moreno, and it just it wasn't the the same kind of experience. That no. We're used to seeing, and I'm sure that the fighters were like, because you even said that they were. There are some Brazilian fighters today and yesterday who were apologizing for the way that the Brazilian fans were. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's it, it, it it's a shame. So, um, Americans, please please do not act like Brazilians. Do um, do better. Show everybody that you can be better. Um, okay, so we'll be back. Um, I, you know what? We might just do one on Friday anyway for the hell of it. Um, depends yeah. on what news comes up. I, you know, uh, yeah. but and then we'll, we'll definitely see. be back at least once before, twice before February 4th. Yes. So everybody be safe. Um, everybody have a wonderful week and we will be back when, uh, when, uh, when we're back. Thanks guys.